Hey everybody, it's Rhett and Caleb here. Before we get started, we felt it was important to stand in solidarity with victims of police violence, especially people of color. The news of this past weekend has us at a loss for words, but we knew we couldn't let this episode of our show pass without marking the struggle so many of our friends around the country are facing. If you're like us, maybe sheltered by a bit of privilege, you may want to help, but you just don't know how, or maybe you don't even feel like it's your place. But the simplest way is to give what you are able to black communities, organizations, and businesses. We've gone ahead and included a few of our favorites in the show notes. And if these disruptions are putting a bad taste in your mouth and you're afraid to support the cause financially, we simply ask that you reflect on what it is that's keeping your head and heart unaligned with this momentous movement. Help us complete our quest to build a world where no one needs to grab their sword in order to adventure safely. In a vast landscape full of adventurers, you are now listening to the world of chaotic amateurs. Welcome to Chaotic Amateurs, the internet's number one D&D Let's Play podcast. I'm your host and DM, Alex. To my right, I have... Dash is Thrakis. Bentley is Riff. Rhett is Zephyrus. Caleb is Corey. Milo is Bull. And last we left our adventurers. They had just finished uh, uh, exploring and finding out all the little secrets they could about the Chateau de Magnus. Uh, killing some spiders, finding some rooms, and then Riff went on their own little journey out to meet some Kenku, but also met a little boy uh, who was interested in the, the nunchucks he had. They parted ways, and uh, we're going to go ahead and let our adventure begin. No one has a... Okay. <laughs> hey, there we go. Um, to start this off, Riff, you're kind of headed back to the chateau um on your way back you get to the estate you get to the house and a little bird kind of flies to the fountain that's on the front of the house as you're walking by and kind of grabs your attention so it's hello Hmm. Um, does it look like like a baby kenku baby kenku no it just looks like a little woodland bird okay oh i'm snow white Uh, now and it looks at you and says, um, so I forgot to tell you, uh, just don't let anyone know that I can talk to animals. Uh, and I just, it's like a secret. And I just thought you could be trusted with secrets. So yeah, just don't tell anyone. Okay. Thanks. Bye. And it's in the same voice as that little kid from earlier. It looks like he sent an animal messenger over to you to relay that message. <laughs> Oh, uh, we have fun here. Yeah, um, but you make it. You make your way back to the chateau. I am I'll puzzled. Go ahead and pull up on roll roll twenty. Um, and like I had mentioned to you guys a little earlier, uh, you have full control of this house now. Um, all the rooms that you've you've kind of found, you you've searched a little bit. Uh, I kind of want to fast forward a little bit to you guys sitting around for some dinner or smoking later in the night. And if you guys have any questions about the history of this house, uh, history of um, 
you know, the, from the library, from the journals you found, uh, if you have any any questions, as opposed to making investigation checks in a certain room, we'll I'll be you know we'll, we'll set this time aside to answer those questions for you. Tell me more about the lavatory. The lavatory. <laughs> that is, there's one on the downstairs and there's one on the upstairs. Uh, the downstairs ones is uh, fairly simple. Um, the upstairs ones have a couple of baths that are connected to it. Uh, and there's some internal piping that leads out of the house. Very cool. Because I did think of these things. Well, I did what I want to do. What do you guys want to do? <laughs> uh, is there a... Uh place on like the grounds not like in the house itself but is is there like a large area outside yeah so so the outside um kind of there's an entryway that leads forward to the main uh door and there's a fountain in the center of that but then beyond that are kind of overgrown what used to be gardens and then a wall that uh scales the perimeter of it um it's a fairly i mean it's a larger uh piece of ground so there is there's quite a bit of open area out there well, is there a spot where I could uh, carve out my own mini circular arena and maybe put like a uh, like a um, uh, like an altar like a- at one side of it so I can train and then pray to my God? Absolutely. There's there's definitely space, spaces available. Um, you find a nice little spot where there's an old tree that's overgrown and kind of kept the rest of the, the area um, pretty free from any any other sort of brush. Yes. And, and yeah, you can you can take some time and, and make a little uh, place, a little a little arena area and uh, um, put together some sort of statue or um, shrine to cord. That's the word I couldn't think of <laughs> yeah yeah should they be your god right oh. and yes. something, something you you uh, were trying to do last session that i want to include into the that spear that magic item spear is it's got three charges that it can be used on larger creatures you can spend one of those charges and you can use it as a ranged weapon that has a range sweet. of 15 to 30 feet sweet and wh- what what did that uh what did the uh it do again yeah, when you hit a creature that is large or larger, you can expend a charge, and the spear, um, like in the like with the dragon, pierces them and gets stuck inside of them. They oh, then right. suffer the effects of a ray of enfeeblement spell. Oh, that's cool. And okay. Any checks to track them have advantage. What, what would I call this? There. What would I call this spear? Oh, I've, I've, I, it's, it's. You don't have a name for it yet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, can I call but, it but, the uh, Ray of Inspearment? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Ray of Inspearment. Um, so I want to take out my uh, Detect Magic vase, start tinkering on that for a good 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to do a sweep of the entire house, take chain with me, and uh, keep a close eye out, lookout. Um, <laughs> if I have to do it a couple of times, that's fine. Yeah. And yeah, this is, you know, if there's stuff that takes some time, we're going to go through that. Um, so looking around the house for things that are going to give off some magic. Yeah. And I'll, you know, pay some amount of attention when I go around to my traveling companions. Gotcha. I think the library, I mean, the first floor doesn't have much. Uh, though it is, you kind of have revealed, um, 
where the vault is in this place, though it is locked behind two doors. Um, you get a very slight sense of magic, I would say, from the other side of the first door. Um, and it, it, I would say there's a little slat that you can kind of look in that in there, and it looks like that second door has some sort of magic to it. Uh, abjuration would be the school. Going... Um. And that would be it for the first floor. The second floor. Um, there is some magic on the second floor bath. Some of the pipes uh, that lead out have got some magic to it. I would say that you being a, a seasoned veteran on magical items know that there is some magic going on with the wastewater treatment uh, for this house. It looks like you don't have to worry too much about a sewage system here. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Magic septic tank. Magic septic tank. Yeah. Poop, poop, go bye bye. Oh, dude, can we put <laughs> bodies in there? I want to know where it goes. It's go into to- the ether. Uh, yeah. It's evaporated. <laughs> you don't know who somebody's just getting shit on all the time. All the time. It's, it's in it's a in plane the- <laughs> of existence that we don't have to care about. Yeah, it's the plane of shit. Yeah. It's the plane of shit. <laughs> <laughs> The elemental plane of shit. Um, And then the mage's chambers off to the east. Um, The circle that's inscribed on the floor has some magical qualities, uh, but for ritual casting, it just helps in the casting of rituals there. Um, And I would say that would be, that's it for inside the house. There is kind of looking down on the front of the house where the fountain is, there is a little bit of magic that emanates from underneath the fountain. Interesting. Yeah. Um, do I go down into like the basement area at all? Can I get down there? Um, the only area for the basement. I mean, there's the hole that the dragon had left. Uh, other than that, there's no, no basement that you can, you can see. Um, there's no stairs that go down. Everything's on this, this first level. Okay. Oh, so he'd make like he made like a burrow or whatever, like he broke the floor and like made his dug out like his own thing. Yeah, it looks like he's kind of made a nest down there. There's gotcha. like kind of, you know things of, for bedding. Um, looks like he he rested there. Were we able to figure out who all the 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 three the three peats of the people in the pictures were? Like, were we able to piece that yeah, together yeah. at this point? Let me pull that up. So this house used to be. Um, inhabited by owned by the magnuses that were here for about 200 years back uh, is what it looks like um the portraits you find you are guessing that is uh the three children gaston burn and jean mm. um the mother and father i know have names and i can't find them on my sheet Please. Oh, there we are. Uh, the father Phoebus, the mother Agnes. Um, and a little bit about them. You find that they were monster hunters. They were specifically trained and tasked with hunting down uh, extra planar monsters, vampires, werewolves, all kinds of things that go bump in the night. Mm. Uh, and you, you find through some of the journals, some of the, the notes that you, you found in the house, that this was the last generation that really took part in that. Um, hmm. There was a treaty that was signed in Usama probably 150 years ago that 
brought together an alliance, not an alliance, but a, a truce, a peace between the two elven nations that are in, reside in Usama, the Dragon Council, and the Fairies of the Woods. Uh, basically, Usama wouldn't um, move into their spaces, wouldn't breach the wilds with their civilization, and then those four would not uh, cause harm to the, the nation. Uh, after that had happened, the need for the Magnus family and their expertise uh, dropped quite mm. a bit. That kind of begs the question then, if the people, if that's kind of like the last generation that did this, like kind of what happened to them in this area? Like where mm-hmm. are they now? And, and taking a look at some of the journals, uh, it looks like Jean, the youngest, uh, moved out to a nation called Javiel and is um, part of a noble family there now, married into a noble family, and is an advisor to the king about things of monstrous varieties. Uh, so she, she um, yeah, uh, consults with the king about elementals, demons, devils, things like that. Uh, but that is far away. Um, uh, Riff, that rings a bell. Javier would be the place that you're from. Mm. Um, that's where the monastery and everything is? The monastery would be somewhere else, actually. Oh, that's so right. You're, yeah, the, the Night Meadows are from Javier. Uh, Burn, the Middlest Sun. Um, there's some notes about bailing him out of jail. Uh, him being arrested in far off lands Mm -hmm. and not much after that. Uh, Looks like he took to a a life of crime. Uh, Gaston though, the eldest, looks like he was the one that stayed in this house the longest Mm. and probably 40 or 50 years ago he left. Um, Those are the most recent correspondence you can find that are from him. Uh, Hmm. But the parents no notes about what happened to the parents. All right. Well, that's all very exciting. That's good stuff. So, okay, great. Um, and I guess we should assign bedrooms. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you see on the top floor, um, there's the master bedroom. And then to the right of that, to the east, there's four other kind of well-furnished bedrooms. Looks like those were for the children. And uh, well, the kind of closest one is for is a guest bedroom. Well, the master's mine, everybody. I take whatever bedroom is available. I don't care. Same. Uh, don't yeah, take this I'm away gonna, from me. I'm going to take uh, uh, two beds and, and uh, put them together. And... Uh, that that's that'll be mine. I don't care where it's in, what room it's in, and just even if I have to haul a small bed from a different room into this want, one. Do you want, like, just, say, the first floor or the second floor? Uh, I'll go with the third, uh, first floor. First floor. Okay. Let's see here. Or be close to any action. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The there, there's breaking. actually the guest room downstairs um, that has a large bed in it. Nice. I'll pick that one. Then put Wolf there. Zephyrus is up top. Um, anyone else? You want first floor, or second floor? I wouldn't mind second floor. A room with windows. The most windows I can find in an available room. 
Best yeah, view. that would be uh, Gene's old room that has the windows that look out to the front. Yep. And is the one just north of that also a bedroom? Yes, it is. Okay. All right. Uh, Your owl does not get its own room. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, uh, um, Mr. Ball. What the rookery is for. I might recommend that you pick the room next to mine, next to the mage chamber. Oh, for who? Mr. Ball. Mr. Ball. Mr. Ball. I was Why? planning on taking that room next to the, uh, between Zephyrus's master and the story's room. Mm -hmm. I don't need much space or anything. I don't really want to be too spread out from the rest of the group either. So right about there. Uh, yeah, the just... one closer to the windows. Oh, gotcha. Closer to the windows. I want the Perfect. window. Well, I am glad some people take to choosing their bedrooms uh, with some enthusiasm. Um, Willem is going to take this one over here next to the next to you guys. Uh, Score or Srix seems to just kind of wander the grounds um, and keeps kind of eyeing the pit. He seems to be most comfortable in something like that. Um, but he will find a place to stay whenever he get, you know chooses to sleep. Um, another question I was wondering is: um, <clears throat> Did the dragon leave behind a hoard of treasure? Taking a look, doing a, a, a good search of that that pit, uh, it doesn't look like there was any treasure left here. It looks like this is not the place he would keep his hoard. Um, taking a look down there, it's it goes pretty close or pretty quickly down his bedrock, and there are kind of a few cracks that lead out um, from the pit and kind of have a little drips of water. You know, a little bit of water flows from the ground down into there. Nice. Uh, Mr. Zephyrus. Why, yes, Mr. Telbron. Do you happen to know if these grounds hold any sort of... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Catacombs? Or cemetery? Or mausoleum for the family? Hmm. Mr. Telbron, that's a good question. One that I shall pass on to the dungeon master. Um, yeah, take, taking a look around, there are a few uh, gravestones, but they are unmarked. Uh, no buildings of a, a kind of grave variety, though you do find a journal in the study that talks about um, uh, some sort of prison. Um, it's even got a title on the name of it, which is, if the bird hadn't sung, it would not have been caught. Wow. And it has two entries in there. The rest have been um, basically erased, it looks like, magically. Uh, talks about The first one talks about some odd stone that the family was given a large amount of money to keep in their, their kind of prison. Uh, and the other is hastily scrawled and says, do not bring water to this room. It is enchanted. Stay away from it. Never bring water to a gunfight. <laughs> <laughs> like gremlins so <laughs> gremlins yeah <laughs> um also i do tell mr telbrun that uh well if you want a cemetery of sorts you just gotta head back on up to the trophy room up by the master uh it's a veritable cemetery of animal corpses and things like that well in my searching of your house with my uh my enchanted gear. Um, I did detect some magic uh, underneath the 
uh, fountain out front. Uh, perhaps that could be a way into this underground area. A prison of some sort. Magic stone and all that. I'd say it would be a good idea to investigate that a little more thoroughly. Perhaps you're right, Mr. Ball. You lead the way. I follow. What time is it in the evening or is it in, it's in the evening, right? Hey, this is kind of a, um, you know, this is from the late afternoon to whenever you guys decide to go to sleep. Um, so it it depends. It's, it's you know, a little loose on the timeline based on what you guys want to do. Have um, we had any time in between last session and this time? this session or is it just straight from spider straight from <laughs> yeah yeah because so, i so just came back from the riff left riff came back um this is still kind of your first day back in the kingdom of usama um and we'll we'll kind of finish up the day you know you guys will if, if you guys want to sleep here for the night you know gentlemen i uh took a, a bit of a beating from that spider i'm gonna turn in i think for the day and maybe spend some time uh, communing and praying and uh probably call it call it early yeah me too i want to i well i gotta do my meditations i gotta do my forms and then i gotta go to the library tomorrow also met uh met the um the son of like the the king and queen or something like that all right now I- wait wait what the Son of the king and queen? Yeah, yeah, the people in the castle in town that we talked to. The 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 Perry and the Platypus or whatever their names were. Uh, where was this? Oh, when we were down there. Uh, well, I went to talk to the Kenku. And then he was down there. And then uh, I talked to him instead. And Wait, then... you went to talk to the Kenku? Yeah, 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 yeah. By yourself? Uh-huh. Yeah, I read a book on them while I was there. They're crazy, crazy people. But I thought maybe they were like the Shadow Army or whatever, the Knights of the Shadow Realm or whatever it was that those idiots were talking about. So I was like, hey, what if they're on our side? Because on the roof, there's a bunch of bird cages. So I was like, fly, my pretties. And then I was going to get them on our side. But then he was there, and I talked to him instead. It was awesome. And he said, come by the castle when you come in to see the library next time. Woo! So if we go to sleep now, we can go to the library quicker. I can get my stuff about the treasure of Aether, and then maybe we can stop by. Oh, I bet they got fat lunches there. Oh boy, I'm very excited. I'm overstimulated. I'm not quite sure that's how time works, Riff. Uh, what if you go to sleep, you wake up and it's later? I'm pretty sure that's exactly how it works. Haven't you ever experienced Christmas before? Yeah. Wait, what? Am I the only one? Regardless, Mr. Tilbrun, I think you are surrendering rather easily about the fountain. If you're going to go to sleep, so be it. But me and Mr. Ball are going to go examine this fountain. I feel like you're you're pressuring me into this. Well, do whatever you'd like to do, Mr. Tilbrun. I am not your master nor your keeper. Mr. Ball, you still interested in this uh, Let's uh, have a look. Fountain? All right. And Wolf, was there something you were wanting? Oh, uh, <laughs> like 10 minutes ago. Uh, I'm just going to go bed to bed. I'm going to sharpen my axe. And then in the morning, I'm going to go into town with, uh, you know, Riff accompanying the small child. And I would like to then go to the arena to test my metal. Perfect. And actually in the, um, in the house on the southeastern side, the armory there, there is ample supplies to 
uh, sharpen your axe. Um, I'm going to do, go do that. Perfect. Oh, where'd my mouse go? There we go. You guys, you sharpen your axe, get it well, well, well tuned. Well, the rest. Boil it of, up. Grease it up. That's right. Uh, the rest of you guys, you go out to the fountain and um, you take a look at the fountain. Uh, it's kind of a three-tiered fountain. The middle one is kind of off-center and the top is kind of toppled over. There's water in it, uh, but it is boggy and smells of sulfur. Um I would yeah. say, you know, Ball, you you kind of got detect magic up, uh, and yeah, you just just a slight um, sense of magic from underneath. I want to go ahead and look around, like the whole perimeter of it. Look at the center part, um, kind of investigate it to see if there's anything that moves or pushes or anything that could trigger some kind of mechanical door or something like that. Booty traps. Why are y'all looking at me like that? <laughs> everyone has frozen for me. Ooh. Oh. Well, I can Your connection is unstable. Everything's smooth over okay. here. The great thing yeah, about can... Zoom is that it's all okay. HD quality. You're looking at that 4K, baby. All right. Give me an investigation check, Paul. Uh, can I get help? Yes, you yeah. may. Zev's out just... there. Z, I see Zeph's helping a baby, but uh, Zeph will help you. Plain guidance. I can cast a devastating spell on this fountain if that helps you, Mister Ball. <laughs> Nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah, you take a you take a few minutes to look around, kind of pulling back some of the the earth that's underneath it, looking for any kind of mechanical means this might move, or or something and nothing mechanical i mean it is it's overgrown earth you're gonna dig down a little bit and and it's it's the same kind of stuff um yeah i would say yeah you don't find anything uh mechanical in nature okay i'm just kind of standing there around the uh the fountain looking over the yard and stuff and just kind of breathing in the the beauty of this adventure i'm on uh kind of lean over to zeph and i'm like so, you didn't really know this family at all. You've, you've, uh, I forgot I had an accent. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you don't really know this family that you're inheriting this from. Uh, you seem to have some kind of magical creature following you and asking you to do things. Uh, you have an enormous amount of magic and charisma uh, at your disposal. <laughs> you seem to be quite an interesting person. How how did you come into this this type of adventuring? I feel like as he asks this, you know, like the camera just like smash cuts to me standing there, my hair magically billowing in the in a non-existent wind. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I said, well, Mr. Ball, I may not have known the Magnuses who resided here, but I am a Magnus myself. And uh, being thus, of course, uh, I am just as entitled to live within this residence as they were. Now, uh, I don't even remember your other questions, but as far as coming into adventuring and all that, well... 
uh, it's a bit of a long story. And yes, you are right. I am hounded by a rather insufferable being. Even you met him earlier. Nice enough fellow when he's passing around the pipe. Uh, but beyond that, he's one I would not have you cross. Uh, he, uh, is a scary man when push comes to shove. Now, my involvement in adventuring kind of circles around him and others like him. And, of course, I thought I was coming out here to Chateau Magnus, uh, Chateau de Magnus, uh, to kind of rid myself of his company. But it would seem I was sorely mistaken. Uh, this, this Eben, you, you call him Eben, correct? Eben. Unless the DM wants to correct me on that. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's uh, Eben, I believe. Eben. Eben. Um, he gave you a name. What is the expectation for that name? Oh, Mr. Ball, you're asking some deep questions here. And while I can't tell you the specifics, uh, mainly because I do not know them myself, you see, Eben is the type that. Well, he gives out vagaries and whimsical bits of information, and it doesn't seem to make sense until it's all said and done. You understand me, Mr. Ball? Yes, yes. Uh, people that tend to play in words and, and themes and stories, uh, they're, they're interesting folk. And uh, that is the truth. Now, I'm sure you've encountered people that... Engage in such doublespeak as to make your head spin and make you wonder whether or not the sky is truly blue. And Eben is one such fellow. Again, I don't even question the information he gives me uh, until it's all said and done. Now, he told me to take care of uh, such and such person. And, well, it could be by the time it's all said and done that I have set them up with a retirement plan, caretakers and... Uh, full gardening staff to see to them in the spring and summertime, but it could also mean that I might have to push them out of a moving wagon or perhaps down a flight of stairs. Who, who will truly know until it's over with? Well, I find it amazingly interesting, and I hope to learn more about this magic that you share Mr. Ball, you travel with me, and I assure you, you will learn more about me and my sweet-ass magic. <laughs> well, there doesn't seem to be anything here at this pool. Uh, there's something underneath it. I can sense it. I'm not sure how to get at it yet. Perhaps tomorrow or another day we'll bring it on. Perhaps it's time to turn in. Well, I couldn't have agreed with you more, Mr. Ball. However, I do not sleep before I share of my tobacco with friends. So if you'd like to join me in the in the smoking parlor, you're welcome to. Otherwise, I will see you in the morning. Um, I'll kind of grab my alchemy jug and give it a shake. Is there anything left in there of the wine? Um, About a gallon. <laughs> got a gallon? There's a little bit left. Okay. All right. I've, I've got a little wine for you. Oh, Mr. Ball. The finest wine I ever did taste. So, yeah, I'll uh, join you following uh, as we kind of like cross the threshold. Also, the vault. Uh, there's some magic in there as well. I don't know if you want to get in there while we're here or not. I understand people's privacy and whatnot, but 
Uh, I'd sure like to take a stab at it. In the vault, you say, Mr. Ball? Well, hell, it ain't my vault. You do it with what you will. You're a guest of mine, which means that uh, you're welcome to any room in these halls. And these assholes didn't want anything found. Well, then they shouldn't have left it behind. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah, well, go and uh, pour a pour a couple glasses. I imagine Willem's around. Oh yeah, yeah. and he's (laughs) Willem's been kind of tending to a lot of logistical things, gathering up documents that he might need. Um, And he's talked to you a little bit, Zeph. He's he's you know preparing to um, make all the arrangements needed with the the city. Um, He's you know he's kind of your your assistant in that regard. Cool. Um, He's making a list of things that'll need repaired. And has got a, a list for when there are funds, uh, he can start getting people either out here to work on things or he himself can work on, you cool. know, like patching up that giant hole. Um, yeah. But unless you guys have anything else you want to do for the day. I do. Yes. Um, on, on my way to um, turn in for the evening, I would like to look around me and see if anybody's around and then try to slip into the mage chamber. Yeah, yeah. You can take. You can find a moment where nobody's around and and slip in to the mage chamber. I want to poke uh, around see if there's. It looks like there's bookshelves or something. Yeah, there's bookshelves on either side. Um, it looks like a couple of them have, uh, you know, arcane tomes on them that that regard different spells. Um, one of them looks like would be a spell book a wizard might have. Has a number of you know kind of. Um, spells written in it um but if you'd like to make a more thorough investigation give me a check i would love to too bad mr Telbrun, you went to bed uh you said investigation yeah uh 15 15 Um, yeah, take a, take a look around. Um, let me see here. Um, kind of in a, a little secret compartment on one of the, uh, wooden, one of the bookcases, you do find a little cache and it kind of opens up and you see that there are, uh, two, uh, rubies in there. You also find a number of ingredients for, for spell components that have been kind of stashed away in the desk. Um, and and sitting kind of on that southern bookcase is just an ornate looking candelabra. Mm. Can I inspect the candelabra? Yeah, you kind of go to go to take a look at the candelabra. It looks fairly normal. You kind of you know go to pick it up and it doesn't pull off. Looks like it's fixate it's fixed onto the bookcase. Fixed to the bookcase. Yeah. And you kind of move it around. It's got a little give kind of back and forth. Uh, I'm going to crank that thing. All right. And you kind of, you, you try to pull it close to you. It doesn't really do anything. You push it away from you and it slides back and you hear a kind of mechanical sound from underneath and the bookcase starts to move, revealing a small hidden room. Oh, Matt's family. And it's on the map now. <laughs> and you look inside, and there are 
kind of two really old crates uh, against the wall, and in the center is another circle. This one looks different than the the one previously. Um, do I recognize the inscription around the circle? Uh, give me an Arcana check. Thirteen. Thirteen. I would say that, but you know, by by yourself, you probably wouldn't know what this is. But having recently been through and seen two teleportation circles, <gasps> this is a teleportation circle. Oh yes! But it looks a little different than the ones you have encountered previously. And kind of as you as you approach it, there's a weird kind of hum that emanates from the center of it. Okay, kind of gives you an uneasy feeling. Yeah, I'm gonna back out and make sure that I adjust things to look like they did before I peeked in. Okay. And uh, I think I'm going to go to bed and I have something that I'm going to do when I wake up. So before before we set off, if... Um, gotcha, gotcha for in the morning. Visit me. Alright. There. Um, was there anything else anyone wanted to do before the night went? No. Uh, just get ripped. Get ripped for sure. Um, so yeah, you guys spend the night in some dusty rooms, um, whatever cleaning you can do, you do, uh, but sleep comes to you and the morning greets you, um, you know, however early everyone wakes up, but nothing happens through the night. You get a restful night's sleep. You can go ahead and regain hit points, prepare your spells, uh, do what you need to do to start the day. Um, Scory, there was something you wanted to do when you woke up. Yeah, I'm going to get up and do uh, a morning kind of seance uh, meditation. Uh, talking to the ancestors and pulling a rune. And um, I was thinking, I knew that Mr. Wolf was kind of uh, excited and anticipating going to battle. Yes. And hopefully um, prove himself. And so I was thinking about him while I was doing my morning meditation and I pulled a particular rune and I don't know if you can see it. It's no, it's really wide. Kind of. <clears throat> yeah, it's kinda? a little too bright. Huh. Well, anyway, um, it is it is a, a good one. Yeah, nice. nice. Um, I don't believe you, but okay. Uh, well, I'll, I'll read you two things. I'll read you what it means for you in, in, and then I'll read kind of what, um, it actually means. Um, so it's favorable winds. You gain one luck point, uh, which you lose at dawn. Uh, so that means you can reroll an ability check, saving throw, attack roll, and take either result. So, so if you fail something, if you crit fail, whatever it is, uh, you can reroll it. Um, and, uh, at some point in the morning, I, I let you know that I did this ceremony, uh, kind of in your honor today, hope, hopefully to help you. And I, I tell you that, um, uh, it's a positive reading. And I say that, um, you, this is a sign of protection and it's a lot like the curved horns of an elk. Um, it helps you keep space around you, keep you safe, um, as well as works as a weapon. And I warn you that you will feel pain, but embrace the pain 
as it will um, add to your protection. Yes, I feel my god smiling down upon me. <laughs> Today we will taste blood and I will prove him. <laughs> good, good, good. All right, I'm glad I could help. And that's that's all I wanted to do in the morning. So I like to think that, you know, I got up early with Willem and whoever else and kind of in that mm-hmm. kind of main area, kind of waiting for everybody to come down. And I said, well, uh, gather around here, adventuring party. Uh, you know, I, I guess as they hopefully come down, I don't know what they're doing. If anybody else has anything else to do, and I say, well, yeah, is there anybody, anything else anybody else wants to do before you get started for the day? Um, I mean, I got up at like the crack of dawn and I, I worked out, you know, I went out, oh, yeah. me as well, axe. Did some push-ups, did some, you know, log lifts. I did all my katas and my forms and my exercises. Yeah. Pumped iron, bro. I waked for sure. Yeah. 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 And Zephyr's waked and baked. (laughs) (laughs) I'm working out. You're just getting high on the balcony. Way to go there, Mr. Wolf. You're excellent form today. I am very strong. And I kind of imagine the scenes happening uh, as Zephyrus is out on the balcony on the master suite looking down at the arena you've kind of built, Wolf. Um, There's the room. You can see. Hey, look at that. Oh, sweet. Nice. Um, Peace sign. And and kind of in the the morning while you're getting ready, Zeph, uh, Willem lets you know that he's going to go ahead and stay here for the day. He's going to take care of some things. um, uh, But... Yeah, he's going to go ahead and stick around. That's um, perfect, yeah. I guess somebody should stay here. Unless <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, we right. lose it to another dragon. <laughs> what do you guys want to do? You have a fresh day. Oh, Mr. Adventure and Potty. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> I was thinking, uh, Riff over there was talking yesterday again to the library, and I, I know that uh, some of y'all are eager to get into town perhaps for supplies or maybe even i don't know proving your value to your god in front of a blood soaked arena but um uh, perhaps you'd all like to accompany me back into town i mean we're all going the same way so if you're going in town you can go i just need to stop by the library and then wolf and i we're gonna go beat the crap out of some people and then maybe on the way back we can stop by the castle and and visit my buddy absolutely riff that is Exactly what I had in mind. Yes. Um, um, Mr. Ball and uh, Mr. Zephyrus, you mentioned something peculiar about the fountain. Did you want to take a quick peek on our way out? Oh, we had a look last night. It, Would you find it's out? It's just weird. I, I don't know. Okay, well, if we're passing by it on the way out, I might take a, a quick look, but I won't hold us up. Perhaps uh, with some tools, uh, maybe Willem could scround up some tools or something. Maybe we could get a better look at it uh, later this evening when we return from the city. Yes, can do, he says. Let us go. I am anxious. All right. Knowledge that battle. Kind of leaving. Uh, you pass by the fountains, Corey, if you want to take a look at it. You love- see... The same kind of thing, a busted old fountain full of old water. Um, can I do any sort of uh, interesting check? Uh, what kind of, <laughs> how, how do you want to try and perceive this fountain? 
they well, Ball, Mr. Ball let you know that he kind of was poking around, um, dug a little bit underneath it, couldn't find anything. Knows that some amount of magic uh, emanates from below. Yeah. Um, That's like when I asked for a moving the story along check. Like, yeah. <laughs> Can I get a plot check? Plot check, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think um, I'm going to rely on my um, my senses of magical nature and, and the magic that nature holds. And somehow, if I can use some sort of druidic sense, maybe... Um, maybe your ancestors are buried under this fountain. Could Ooh. be. Could be. Maybe your hopes and dreams are buried under there. Wow. Give, give me a a wisdom check. Why? And can I give myself guidance first? Absolutely, yeah. I'm going to do that. He finds his wish in his dream. <laughs> he leaves our party. <laughs> he, he has nothing to figure out anymore. Yeah, he's got to take it back. He's got to take them all yeah. back. Just yeah. a nine. Nine. Taking a look. I mean, it, it looks like a man-made fountain. Um, it doesn't hold a lot of interest to you. Yeah, nothing, no, nothing really. Mister Tilbrun, if my great and terrible magics couldn't discern what was happening underneath this fountain, what made you think that your your little whiff of nature there would be any different? I give him a scowl and I look towards the whatever rock or stone, whatever, um, mm-hmm. you know, whatever stuff this is. This is carved out of uh and i speak in druidic um reveal your secrets to me and then i get up and and leave thinking about coming back to it all right during this time i'm 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 working out moves with mr wolf like where i like run up the front of him and he like throws me back with his hands like so i can like backflip over somebody <laughs> nice work on your tech attacks yeah yeah <laughs> Or like where he throws me and then I go into like a cool parkour roll. And then I come up, flourish to Chuck, stab. Nice. Yeah, you've got a little a little pit, a little a little area to do all of that in. You guys are, are using it well already. Um, but you begin making your way along the path that heads towards town. Yes. Um, after a few minutes, uh, I think like 10, 20 minutes, you get to the bridge. Perfect. You don't. You look around. You don't see any Kenku. I imagine somebody kind of takes a peek underneath the bridge. No Kenku underneath there. Uh, yeah, they won't bother us for a while. I kind of told them off. And then you begin making your way um, to the city proper. You get to the uh, enchanted path after after a little while, and then it takes you about I think two hours to get to the town. Mm-hmm. And it's still er- early morning. Um, there's a bustling kind of morning um, commute going on. There's people going about their ways. Um, Ooh. The town's town's just just kind of getting started for the day as you as you enter in the town ah. of Turalin. Yes, I can I can smell battles in the air. <laughs> uh, lives <laughs> soon to be taken with my axe. Yes. Don't you, you smell it too, young child? Yes, and I pat Rhett Riff on the head. <laughs> yeah. Yes, right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm feeling it. Blood. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm worrying for the martial competition of it all. We just got to stop by the library real quick and see like what they got on my stuff, and then what we'll do is we'll go to the arena, kick butt, and then on our way back in, bada bing, 
stop by the you know get get my documents of course of course and then yes yes, yes. Battle! <laughs> <laughs> all right you guys make your way to the academy veritas um this is the one next to the library the one that you had requested access to uh and it's it's there it's it's, it's it's nicely carved kind of marble facade on the front um the double doors up front and you give it them a knock and door opens up and that same little lady kind of peeks out and says uh, hello what can what can i do for you hello it is i referian night meadow from the shadow of the silver song i left oh, all yes referian we checked in uh mm-hmm. your credentials all check out mm-hmm. the silver song has sent its regards uh mm-hmm. there's one thing we must deal with first the silver song said you must reveal the secret of their monastery before you're let in zephyrus leans in <laughs> nah, they wouldn't have said that. Oh, that's what they said you would say. Yes. Perfect. Damn it. <laughs> Were you wishing to partake in the academy now? Where he can set you up with a a, a small table. Well, I just a- want to know how long you were open because it's still super early in the morning. Me and my pal over here with the loincloth. Look at it. Look at it. Oh yes, <laughs> he's a big one. <laughs> Well, no. <laughs> yeah, we're oh. gonna go to the we're gonna go to the to the battle. Uh, unless does it not open for a while, or like what's the deal? The Do you Coliseum. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure. I don't attend too often, but mm. I mean, I may have to now. Yeah, we're uh, gonna go kick some butt. But you you have a week's worth of study here at the Veritas Academy, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. after which we do request some services be offered uh, in exchange for more time. What kind of services? Oh, there's just things we like to check in on. Old ruins, other libraries. Uh, you you gain access and you... you uh, Give give the library the the academy some of your service. This is classic tit for tat. Okay, I got it. Yes, yes. I'm asking for but it. here are your documents, and she hands you over um, a nice kind of formal document that says that you have access to the Veritas Academy for a number of days, seven days, which you can use as you wish. I put them in a uh, I put them in my documents, uh, you know, part of my uh, my backpack and my messenger bag. No, no, it's not a messenger bag at all. How dare you? Yeah, it's he's way not that cool. hipster. You don't, you don't remember that it's a backpack with eight spider eyes on it, and it's got spider arms that wrap around me, and it's got eight compartments like Mad Eye Moody trunk. I feel mm-hmm. like you made that up. Yep, that's one of yeah, that's one of the that's the item that Riff got for for starting out from Griffin Saddlebag. Well, mine's a pipe that I smoked too much of and forgot about it. You got too magical. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I sequester away my stuff and I go look. Hey guys, I don't know what you guys are gonna do, or if you want to watch us or whatever. Or if you know this is where we split the party, but uh, Mister Wolf and I, we want to go try to kick some butt. Well, yeah. I just I just needed one bit of information, ma'am. Um, I'm, I'm oh, looking yes. for, I'm looking for uh, Professor Tiernan. Is is he here or? Oh no, Tiernan is in the library. Um, this is be... the academy. Oh, this is the academy. Oh, she, of just, she just kind of points down the road, um, and there's another large building. Um, that's where you guys came in. The the teleportation circle sits in the center of its courtyard. 
Well, thank you very much. Is there anything I should know about him before I meet him? Um, I mean, he's a he's an odd one. He comes in and he, you know, requests some documents sometimes, but he kind of does his own his own work over in the library. Um, I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, he's a well, nice guy. You. Are you one of those warforged? I am a Warforged, yes. <laughs> okay. He kind of looks over to you, Riff, and is like, does he check out? Yeah. He's all okay. good. He helped Go us he helped us break forward, uh break away from the Warforged stronghold. And then oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in prison oh, before we good. came here. But yes, he's, a he's good guy. one of the good ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're in you're we're in prison. I didn't know you had a criminal record. Well, no, no, no. We it was a big misunderstanding because they they thought we did something, but we weren't the we weren't the droids that they were looking for. Okay, I see. I will have to make a note of this, though. Yeah, have, classic. Have you encountered these uh, mindless Warforge here in this town? We don't get too many Warforged in the town. The war. It stayed pretty far south, which was in our favor. We did send some academy students down there, though, to help with some of the scouting and and the research of some of the places that was fa- that were found. Um, but none ever came back with Warforged, mindless or otherwise. Well, I'm researching why these Warforged are the way they are, so hopefully things oh, will be Oh, you should fixed. talk to Professor Tiernan. That's He's what I asked about him. Yes, 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 thank yes. you. That is, well, that is just a, a rather great idea, madam. I appreciate your sharp wit and your radiant beauty. After all, how could we know to talk to Professor Tiernan without your help? I am most gracious and forever in your debt, madam. Oh, well, thank you. Pardon me, old one. Uh, yeah, I, I believe today you should visit the arena and uh, uh, view with your own eyes the magnificence that is about to take place. Oh. I will put on a display that only my god Cord could provide. You will oh. watch this axe cleave through many enemies. That is quite the invitation. I may have to take my lunch over at the Colosseum. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you boys, you have a good one. Yes. <laughs> uh, and so I, long, and I, then, I walk you. away. <laughs> <laughs> Just ch- cackling madly. Yes. Try <laughs> not to break any hips. <laughs> oh, you. Um, did you want to head over to the library? Yes, please. I figure the Coliseum could probably be like the last stop in town or something. I don't know how it works, but okay. sure. And they, they're all pretty close together. Um, you walk over to you know a block a block down to the library. Um, you enter into the courtyard and you see the old groundskeeper there. Kind of just gives you a nod, and um, the doors are you know kind of already open there for you. It looks like people are already in here um, studying, um, taking a look at you know some of the books. Um, you go up to one of the clerks and uh, they're like, "Oh yes, what can I do for you?" Oh uh, yes, um, I would like to speak with Professor Tunin. Professor Tunin, um, in w- what what is this regarding? 
Uh, my name is Bull. I'm from the Stoningrad Acad- uh, Stoningrad College. Excuse me. Uh, I'm a oh, professor there of mechanical battle arts. Um, I have been Impressive. investigating these uh, warforged that do not appear to have any sentience or souls or anything. Um, oh, and I have some very important information that uh, that uh, the professor might be able to help shed some light on. I see. Um... I we were expecting someone from the Stormgrand College. Uh I'm sorry, but Professor Tiernan is is down down in the Mages Wastelands now. Um he's doing some studying down there, the uh encampment they have to start scouting out the Mages Lands. Uh he's gonna be positioned there for a while. Um I can give you the directions, but I don't think he'll be returning for, for some time. Um, if you could maybe direct me the area that he's going to be in, I'll also leave you a note, and I'll take out a piece of paper and start describing really quickly um, who I am and what I know about the Warforge, and that'll be mm-hmm. staying at the at uh, Zephyr's estate. Um, if if there's any information uh, that comes around or other uh, knowledgeable experts on Warforge, uh, they would also uh, if they could contact me, I'd greatly appreciate it. Of course, of course, yes, and kind of takes your information down, looks it over, um, gives you kind of a little a little sheet of paper that they write some some information down. It looks like directions down south to where this encampment is. Um, he says, "Yes, yes, uh, I will get a message sent out to him uh, tonight, and I will let you know." Um, uh, thank you. We we are going to be needing, I think, experts on these warforged. Uh, the war's over, but the, the the remains of it will will not be gone for long. Or will not, I mean, there's still work to do, is what I'm saying. Well, thank you very much for your assistance. Of course, thank you. And I give you a wave, you know, send you, send you on your way. Um, as you guys make your way over to Cord's Coliseum, just to the north, it is this hastily put together wooden structure that's just massive there are places for people to sit there are areas for um looks like different uh, groups to uh, make camp and kind of you know work on their weaponry you see a few people outside doing that um and there there is a little buzz in the in the air uh people are excited for the arena to open uh, but that is where we're going to leave it for today. Thank you guys for joining us here around our proverbial podcast table. I've been your DM for this session. Uh, to my right, I have... Uh, Dash is Thrakis. Bentley is Riff. Rhett is Zephyrus. Caleb Scory. Milo is Bowl. And go ahead and grab your swords and keep on adventuring. Thank you, guys. Follow us across all platforms with Chaotic Amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs. Chaotic Amateurs.